Okay, hey everybody, this is what we call the THD podcast. So today uh, we wanted to talk with Simon in Japan about uh, using the Zumi to test the uh, drivers. Now these drivers are specific in that they're developed uh, by a company called VM Sound based in Taipei. And they use a technology called liquid silicon rubber to design the surround. Um, so maybe um, let's just uh, explain quickly what uh, the, the technology behind VM Sound is. So it's designing the surround in three dimensions and uh, that's unique, but also to do it at thin profile and form the surround and bond it to the, the dome diaphragm in the center and the frame in one shot. So it kind of increases the uniformity in production and increases the performance of the speakers overall. So today what we wanted to do is take that to task and show you guys like, let's, uh, let's put our money where our mouth is and we'll compare uh, the VM sound just, drivers to uh, some standard drivers. I'll just cut, you know, cut in there. And so this is one of them. Uh, I guess you've already seen it, Dave, uh, in detail. Uh, that comes out pretty good. So you've actually got this um, uh, flexible surround, which is, the, which is the key difference to your traditional driver, headphone drive, which looks like that. And uh, if you can see, it's made out of one piece of mylar, and they just heat press that to form the shape. Out of a uh, out of a film, uh, and then just glue that directly onto the edge. So you probably know uh, you, you, most people are familiar with a traditional loudspeaker where you have the cone and then you have a surround on that. And if you look at a bass speaker pumping, the whole thing moves in and out. For headphone drivers, they do it slightly differently because the amount of movement is so tiny. You don't really need that surround, or or that being a good solution is to not actually have a flexible surround. So that, um, let me see if I can get a nice angle on there. Is that, that just, that can just move in and out quite freely. And it's, it's, uh, the edge of it is its own suspension essentially. But these guys have, uh, gone and, uh, put a surround on it. So you, this is always possible, I guess, but, um, having the technology to inject that as a an extremely thin membrane. Yeah. Well, one, one of the so, challenges. Uh, one of the challenges, Simon, and I have another one here that you're holding. Oh, you got the same one, yeah. Yeah, so trying to bond and glue such tiny parts together is the real challenge. So liquid silicon rubber in larger speakers is not such a great advantage because the, the weight affects, affecting sensitivity isn't so severe for such a, a larger piece. When you come into smaller pieces, uh, changing the amount of glue or other imperfections in that gluing process create problems in production yield and, and consistency. Yep, so I've got a problem anyway. We're gonna test it, uh, test them with the driver tester here. And okay. uh, I'll do it anyway. Uh, but turns out that those are slightly, uh, oh, it's two, it's actually two issues. Let me just plug that in. It's two issues. So I'm not gonna be able to test it right now. We'll have to do it next time properly let me just uh, power that on just ran into i need to make a new coupler just for this um okay. for this uh, uh driver because the way it's designed that uh i'll try and get the angle that surround i'll move it so you get a white background that actually protrudes slightly forward of the of the frame the mm. plastic frame and this has a flat surface 
So okay. when I put it into the driver, I actually crushed that surround and ah. of course ruined the whole point of the measurement. But anyway, we'll just give it a whirl. So yeah, in, in the worst you case, know. you can at least show the people how easy it is to run a test on the zoom. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. So uh, of course, you did. Generally, you'd be making these couplers reasonably uh, kind of uh, driver specific. Let's say. So it happens that this one would fit a lot of 40 millimeter drivers, but this one, just because of the design, it's actually protruding forward. You'd have to make uh, like a, a little ledge just to sit on the edge of that frame and not crush the uh, uh, the surround, which is, of course, the uh, key point of the whole thing. Yeah. We'll grab a curve off that anyway. Just give it a decent contact. And... Um, grab a hold on that so yeah uh, the second problem that I encountered actually is that the diameter is slightly over the 40 millimeters and so this this uh, coupler yeah. or we'll call it the uh, the fitting is made for things that they're right on the 40 millimeters or 40.2 kind of thing and this okay. would be a little bit larger so I have to really sort of crush it to get it to sit in and it doesn't really sit nicely so I've got two fingers on the go Okay, but that kind of demonstrates. So there's a curve the off that one, and just you know, just for Simon, for the sake so, of it. Yeah. Simon, let me cut in. So that kind of demonstrates curve. like the the service level for a customer. So somebody wanted a driver tester, we would actually fab it specifically for their drivers. So this this point two uh, variance that we see today, that would not exist if somebody ordered a, a system with with certain couplers to match the drivers that they're going to be testing. And of course, we could offer the service from Zumi to, to make new couplers at, at any time should they have a driver tester at their facility. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, just, you just machine up the parts to mm -hmm. fit nicely each time. Um, you can try and do these one-size-fits-all thing, but you run into these sort of problems exactly where that model specifically is slightly different. So if you were building a headphone with this, of course, you just uh, get those dimensions and make your headphone mounting the driver baffle to suit that exactly. But, um, so there's a, a more standard driver. So basically the measurement doesn't show what you want to show because <laughs> this one is moving very freely and the other one's crushed against the, uh, the uh, seating. So there we go. Can't really say anything about that, unfortunately. Um, that's what we have for that one. So I won't, we won't waste too much time on that because we can't really get any information out of it. So I got a bunch of samples. I got a few different samples from these guys. Okay. Uh, they, they also sent so some other interesting things. Okay, 40 millimeter driver is beautiful. And uh, I think it's a Nomad uh, diaphragm. Looks like it. Yep. I haven't yeah. built these into a headphone yet, which I'm planning to do very shortly because I think it... Uh, it's got good looking characteristics overall. So that will be very interesting. Um, but they're also doing some really small, uh, let's see if we get a focus on that, some small air, earphone type ones. So these yeah. are, these are these ones. Let's see, what is it? Uh, probably, it's a, it's a do you know the codes? It's a, yeah, it's a 13.4. 13. So these are actually really popular with the uh, AirPod type products. So I, yeah, believe, yeah, yeah, exactly. I believe the AirPod is a 12.5. So in fact, VM has the 13.4 and they also have a new 12.5 millimeter design. And, and those are popular in the, uh, as I say, AirPod type products. Actually, I'll come back to that one because um, I've got this other 
unit uh, going. So I also got some even smaller ones. What have I got there? I think it's nine and probably seven. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing you know the codes, but yeah, I'm not sure. Seven millimeter and there's 9.2 and there's even a brand, yeah, brand new six millimeter, which you don't have there today, but it's, it's been prototyped at six mil. Yep. So uh, this, uh, actually you have, have built up something with this seven. So it's somebody else's project. Uh, they're going to use it for a true wireless stereo earbuds with uh, feed forward noise cancelling. So that's kind of interesting for me. It's so not just a you know passive headset. There's other characteristics. And so that's the little beauties there. And I think they have a uh, metal diaphragm. Uh, yeah, it should be uh, oh. magnesium aluminum alloy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, can, you, can you discuss a bit, Simon, uh, why... Um, and I could probably add a bit as well, a bit of color onto why this technology is utility for ANC headphones. I know it from the fact that they're consistent in production. So it kind of helps set the boundaries of the tuning is what I understand. But maybe, uh, you yep. know. So I'm looking at two, at two characteristics. One would be the consistency of the drivers over a production lot. Just so when you design your ANC system, and you come up with a filter, it is actually working for all the products rather than things shifting around quite a bit. Um, uh, and the other one is the having a flexible surround, you have the potential to get more uh, bass essentially, or more, more movement without distortion at low frequency. So that's one of your limitations for uh, really small drivers, especially if you're driving, uh, uh, you know, in small earphones, you want you're trying to deliver noise cancelling. Let's say you've got a low frequency sound coming in, you need to create the anti wave of that, mm -hmm. and that might be quite a large uh, amplitude sound. So uh, more so than you might listen to with music. So you want to get a large amplitude of movement with low distortion in order to cancel that type of thing. So these um, these are uh, just an in progress thing. Won't have show too much, but this is um, developing the feed forward noise cancelling with that seven millimeter in it, somebody's project. And so I'll just start off because I've got uh, looking at the frequency response from that. Uh, so this is just a frequency response actually uh, driven as a headphone. And I had to listen to it and I really liked it actually. Uh, slightly bright in sort of four, five K region. Okay. Uh, but that's really a personal taste thing. I like things to be a little bit more subdued there. So for this one, I'd probably just uh, EQ that down a little bit. And so I don't mind doing that because you can always EQ down, but if you haven't got the level there, you can't really boost with this type of thing. So we're okay to EQ it down, but we can't really boost. And, uh, and the low frequency, uh, just as we expected, is quite powerful and deep, actually, for such a small driver. So um, – you can actually get a similar effect from other earphones. I have something on hand, but uh, if you make the front chamber completely sealed, so you, you generally have a small leakage hole uh, with some paper over it in the front chamber. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can use that as low frequency tuning, but if you wanted uh, maximum bass, you just seal that off completely and you have like a sealed uh, little box, a sealed cylinder, which is your air canal with the driver pumping into it. And you have no sound leakage. So, you know, it's like a bicycle pump where you've just blocked the end. You just put as much pressure in as you want. But, of course, that means, for one, it's very uncomfortable if you wear that and move around or move your jaw because you've just got this locked 
body of air there. It's very uncomfortable. And also for feed forward noise cancelling, you can do it, but it's, it works a bit better if you have uh, some of that external noise coming through that, um, uh, through that front port into the chamber. So you, it's to do with the phase response of that external noise, basically. And then you get it easier to realize feed forward filter. You can get better performance that way, typically. Okay. So uh, the point of going on, rambling on about that is that I've got a very small driver and I've got quite a bit of front side uh, leakage, let's say. Okay. So it's comfortable and it will work really well for noise cancelling, but I've still got tons of bass all the way down, uh, you know, down to the low frequencies. So that's an excellent. Uh, that's excellent. That that characteristic. I'll just stop that one for a sec because I was playing with another one, sort of a crazy idea. Let's see if we can grab that. These are all mocked up bits and pieces that are in development at the moment, right? It's fairly new stuff. So I actually don't, I don't have a, uh, um, you know, a finished goods sample. These are all things that I've just been playing with. So I put those uh, big uh, 13 millimeter drivers into these housings. Okay. So, you know, and then like an insert earbud, 13 millimeters, a huge driver these days, you know, right. everything's going down to, yeah, I think like most of, most of the brands for the in-ear, like a Jaybird, they're at 5.8 millimeter. I think it's the most popular size uh, in earbuds. So, um, if you're into cars, there's no replacement for displacement, and that's <laughs> true of audio too. Bigger is better, <laughs> in my opinion, right. anyway. But yeah. of course, you have those. You have just the uh, use case difficulties. If you have a very tiny driver, you can get. Uh, you know, smaller housing or whatever, but uh, I don't know. Just uh, so let's have a look at these because these had a, quite an interesting characteristic, too. I don't want to undo. I'll undo the, the bunch of wires so it can actually fit. You probably you can't really see any of that actually, can you? Never mind. No, that's okay. So again, just a frequency response of this one. Wow. Uh, now, what's interesting for this is I have to turn the level down because it's the sensitivity is so high. It's super loud. There we go. That's clean. They cleaned the curve up, basically. Now then, um, what we've got in this case is uh, just by itself, it actually doesn't sound very good because you have um, uh, just a steady roll off to the high frequency, so it's quite dull. But what I'm seeing when I look at it is say, you know what, that's incredibly smooth. And if I take a look at the, uh, uh, do the, the measurements for noise cancelling and find out what filter is required for this. So you have a, you know, you have a target filter, essentially you can measure. Uh, it's uh, extremely flat and that means it's very easy to make that filter for a very wide bandwidth and you, could, you can get a huge amount of noise cancelling. Then you say, well, you know what, I've got uh, uh, all the EQ uh, under the sun these days on all the chips. So I can just uh, take a big chunk out of there and have an enormous bass, flat mids, good highs, and uh, really substantial noise cancellation with this type of a thing. It's sort of an unorthodox approach. But um, yeah, I can see this type of curve shape really says, uh, uh, is very suitable anyway to make a uh, active noise cancellation system. It's not great just like that for audio, but you can just manipulate that response electronically to fix up the audio. Because as long as you're cutting bits out, you can go to town more or less. Right. If you have to add uh, sound, it's very hard to do with EQs because you, you just run out of uh, gain limit essentially. 
Sure. So that's another, that's an interesting one that is, uh, that's ongoing. So that's the, that 13 millimeter unit. Any questions? No, I think it's, uh, it's quite interesting to understand like the advantages of this technology and, and also for people watching along, just how quickly you're able to switch from one headphone to the other uh, in testing. Now, a little yep. bit of dialogue perhaps on like, if somebody had those two different types of headphones uh, with another test system, how much time might be involved in the guy switching for, to do that test? Like if somebody had some samples from a factory in China at their desk in California, like just switching between those with another type of system, what kind of problems would they run into or, or, or kind of challenges just to quickly get a, a, an understanding on the performance of the headphone? Uh, yeah, well, that is one of the things is to uh, is that sort of use case where it's just really uh, uh, fast and easy to use and very convenient. So, I mean, I've done a lot of stuff with various other test systems, and it's just hold the game of trot off to the lab or the chamber and load the headphone and go and start up the computer. And there's this whole chain of things you have to go through a, a quite a, a rigmarole just to make a simple measurement, and that's what we want to do in the end. And so we've kind of just eliminated all of that, and you just have this simple uh, and uh, easy-to-use desktop or benchtop unit uh, that uh, gets you through all of that sort of nonsense. So I'm actually just going to measure quickly the uh, ANC characteristics of this one. Okay. And um, th there's the frequency response that we were looking at before. Uh, probably a little bit hot on the level. doesn't matter. Uh, when you zoom in, of course, things look very up and down, but uh, it's actually a pretty good response. And I just want to jump over to uh, uh, what I'll do quickly is, if you don't mind, what was it? It's the right. I'll just disable the, uh, the left. Just look at that one side. And... Noise spectrums, ideal filter. Uh, what happened to that? Uh, I need. I know. I know. Sorry, I just want to get rid of the um, the one channel that I'm not using, which was actually the left, which I think is that one. I switch that off quickly. Never mind. Okay, here we go. So uh, the orange curve is actually the. Uh, feed forward filter that you want to create. Okay, so you know much about filters. Uh, a smooth, easy, uh, a smooth path is quite a good thing, easy to follow. So the blue one actually is the opposite side. I'm not worried about that at the moment. Just look at the orange curve. Yeah. And uh, so we've actually got something that is a, a very easy filter to generate either digitally or or with analog. So it's trending to zero at the low frequency and then just rolls off. And I'll just pull up the phase too. So the phase is, is doing something fairly regular as well across that range that you're interested in. So what that means anyway is uh, we've got something that is uh, uh, easy, let's say. I, I use the word easy to make a feed okay. filter for. And that's a huge benefit. If you have a very complex function that you're trying to uh, map, then you're just going to have more and more error stacking up. Mm -hmm. So what we've got at the moment is something that is giving an excellent audio response and is going to deliver excellent noise cancelling. Okay. 
So it's almost, Maybe I can just run through. Yeah. It almost kind of chimes into the old uh, kind of saying of, of getting it right the first time. So starting with the fundamental pieces that are going to make your ANC um, easier in the end uh, is a much better approach to the whole whole thing. I mean, it sounds pretty basic, but it's, it's obvious. But a lot of people don't do that. They go for cheap drivers um, that cause them a lot of trouble. And then the whole system ends up being uh, an issue and a lot of problems. So. Um, I guess it's the, the point is it's a good starting point with these drivers. Yep, that's absolutely right. So uh, they're very small drivers, like a five millimeter. It sounds great because they say, oh, excellent, I can pack this into a tiny housing, but you can't get the same performance as you can. Uh, I mean, the performance of that driver dictates finally what you can do with ANC. So right. very small, cheap stuff. It's, it's just, you know, it, it, it's not like a, you can just add ANC to anything and it works. The whole system has to be cohesive. You have to have the right acoustics. Right. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else that we should uh, demonstrate with the Zumi related to uh, this liquid silicon rubber surround technology? Um, I think just for the moment we can uh, leave it there and uh, keep it in smaller chunks. Sure. Okay. All right. So yeah, thanks everybody for watching. If you please subscribe to this uh, little channel and we're, we're doing these updates. Uh, we're trying once a week, different uh, topics related to audio uh, and headphones all together. So uh, I'm Dave and Simon's in Japan. So uh, thanks. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks.